Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Finally Financial Podcast. Uh, this is the very first one. Got a special guest for you today, uh, Mr. Errol Holland. He's a Errol, so, I, you know, I could tell who you are, but why don't you give a little tidbit about who you are, brother? Um, hey, how's everybody doing? Um, first of all, I'm a teacher at Sharpstown High School. I'm a world geography teacher. Um, I'm actually what you call social studies composite, which means that I can teach um, any social studies subject from 7th to 12th grade. And those subjects are economics, government, world history, uh, U.S. history, and world geography. Uh, I also have an undergrad in business and marketing. Um, and so um, I have a business background as well. Good, man. That's what we're talking to you. Because uh, on this Finally Financial podcast, we uh, like to talk to people who uh, have have an extensive background in finance or uh, experience. And so this is a, a podcast where, you know, people can get educated on different things related to finance or uh, come and speak and educate others. So uh, it's good to have you on here, my brother. Uh, my name, yeah, my name is Eric T. Jackson, and uh, let's jump right into it, man. So I hear that you are are big in in, in commodities trading. Can can you go into a little detail about what commodities are and, and how that works? All right. So commodities are basically like hard assets. And so you have a variety of commodities. Commodities can range anywhere from precious metals, such as gold, silver, palladium, uh, copper, uh, neon, those type of things. Uh, But you also have commodities like a lot of people don't really uh, don't think about or aware of or food commodities. So your regular everyday items such as corn, wheat, uh, palm oil, canola oil, all of those items, those are actually commodities as well. Okay. And so a lot of people, when you talk about investing, they really, I'm sorry. Yeah. They really don't think too much about uh, commodities because, you know, everybody's big on stocks and cryptos mm-hmm. and things exactly. like that. But right. commodities could actually uh, make can be a sound investment that mm-hmm. can pay off in the long run especially during uh times that we're seeing like now yeah because yeah it seems to me like commodities are things that that are sort of necessary or sort of that 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 may not uh go up too high but they won't go down too low you know they're like sort of real risk averse and, and everyday necessary things and and so uh so when you're uh, trading uh, or buying and trading commodities, what does that look like? Basically, with commodities, I normally um, focus on gold and silver. Okay. Um, the reason being is because uh, it has what you call intrinsic value, meaning that it can be used as money, Mm-hmm. But it also can be used in another way. So, for an example, silver uh, can be a semiconductor. Uh, certain machineries, you can actually melt silver down and 
use it as a conductor, uh, the same thing with gold. So it has what you want to call a double value. Wow. And so um, one of the things about those is that historically, especially with gold and silver, historically, anytime there has been any type of inflation, mm -hmm. uh, when economies go down during times of war, mm -hmm. those commodities have always outperformed the stocks and uh, bonds and treasuries and things like that. This is a historical record that they've been having on silver and gold going back about 2000 plus years. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, especially like I said, during times as these, when you see yep. inflation, yep. Uh, a key thing to remember is um, when inflation, well, first of all, I'm not sure the audience is aware of what inflation means. Inflation basically is uh, the devaluing the of your currency. All right. And so what it means is that when you see that it's not necessarily that the price are rising, which it may seem like that is really the purchasing power of your money or your currency that you're using is getting lower. Okay. And, and so it's like an invisible tax in a sense. Okay. Uh, but saying that when you look at the dollar, let's just use the dollar for example, because you know, we're here in the United States. Mm -hmm. Um, as the dollar loses its value, items like gold and silver starts to go up, all right? Because the reason why is because we have what is known as fiat currency. Mm -hmm. And fiat currency is basically money that's printed out of thin air. Right. It's no type of financial backing. So um, we used to be on what is known as the gold standard. Mm-hmm. So for every dollar that you had, you had some ounces of gold to back that up. Match it, yep. So what happened was during the 80s, I believe it was under Reagan uh, or easily Reagan and Nixon, they removed us from the gold standard. Okay. And so the reason why our money still had value is because if they negotiated with certain countries to say that um, the dollar would be the world currency to back up oil. Mm -hmm. All right. And so as these countries is doing deal and oil like that, uh, that's what had the U.S. dollar being so strong. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. uh, but due to some other things that has occurred over the last few years, um, the dollar is now losing its value. And so you want to start to use what is called safe haven assets mm -hmm. uh, that will help you protect your purchasing power. And so going back to commodities, gold and silver has been historically known to protect your purchasing power during times of inflation and economic crisis and things like that. And those are the, the, the two main or the two best? Uh... Those are the two best, but you also have hard as, uh, another hard asset, which is real estate. All right. Mm -hmm. So during inflationary times, real estate actually is a key thing to hold as well. Or have money invested in and you don't you can have um real estate that you actually own personally maybe like rental properties or something like that mm -hmm. or you can invest in what is known as um uh, rich r-e-i-t's it's uh rent mm -hmm. yeah uh real estate real, real estate in, uh, investment trust mm -hmm. investment trust correct yeah. you can also put money into things like that because right. no matter which way the economy goes mm -hmm people are still going to have to have a place to stay. Absolutely. All right. And so with real estate, the value is in the materials that is built mm -hmm. 
that that the home or apartment is used uh, that they use to build it and the land itself. Okay. And so during times like uh, you know like economic crisis, that will still have value no matter what direction the currency goes, no matter yeah. what direction you know the economy goes as well. So that's another one that you know people can kind of look into as far as it relates to uh, protecting their purchasing power and uh, protecting their assets uh, during times of inflation and economic crisis. Okay, so so speaking of, of purchasing power, uh, so what? Give me uh, one, maybe two ways of of protecting that purchasing power. Well, like I'm saying, uh, gold, silver. Uh, right now, gold is hovering around about eighteen hundred an ounce. All okay. right, so mm-hmm. one gold card is about eighteen hundred an ounce, mm-hmm. and so silver is hovering around twenty, about twenty-one an ounce. All right, okay. um, if you continue to watch the markets, you're going to see that gold and silver is going to start to slowly increase as the currency starts to decrease. And so remember when you're talking about purchasing power, purchasing power is the value of your currency backed mm-hmm. by goods and services that is in the economy. Right. And so uh, what that does is, for an example, all right, inflation right now, I believe, last time I checked, is about 8. Uh, 8.3%, okay? Okay. So let's just say that you had uh, $1,000 in the bank, all right, mm-hmm. prior, prior to the inflation, all right? So if you had $1,000 in the bank and then all of a sudden you get to 8.3% inflation. Mm-hmm. So if you multiply that $1,000 times that 8.3 or that times, no, it should be 0.08. Mm-hmm. That's going to deduct about $800 from the $1,000 that you had in the bank. So you no longer have $1,000. You now have $920. Okay. And so basically that erodes your purchasing power. All right, right, because the yep. dollar is getting weaker. So right. you see it at the gas pump. Uh, you go to the gas pump, you you know, it's about four dollars and nineteen cents around mm-hmm. the, around the city. Mm-hmm. And so that means that the value of the dollar that you're using to purchase that gas has lost its power, has lost its purchasing power. Okay. But when I go back, when you go back to gold and silver, mm-hmm. that is a universal currency. No matter what place you go on earth, you can still use that gold and that silver. It's going to be recognizable and it's still going to have its value no matter where you go. Okay, so let me let me actually let's go back. So you said that gold is at eighteen hundred an it's ounce hoover, right now. It's hovering around eighteen hundred an ounce, but and silver is twenty one hundred an ounce. No, no, twenty twenty one dollars an ounce. Twenty-one dollars oh. an ounce. So gold is, uh, is eighteen dollars or eighteen hundred. Eighteen hundred an ounce. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so, gold is eighteen hundred. Uh, silver is twenty-one, dollars. That's, that's what I was uh, getting at. Yeah. So the thing about it is, is that as the economy continues to go south, which it mm-hmm. is, mm-hmm. all right, uh, it's too many things in motion right now to stop. If I'm not going south right now, right, um, and inflation is here to stay. It's going to, it's actually going to continue to go up. All mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. you will start to see uh, a lot more individuals start to move towards gold and silver, which mm-hmm. they already are now. I've already seen it. Yep. 
And so you will continue to see the prices of those commodities go up due oh, to wow. the simple fact that the dollar is losing its value. Mm -hmm. And, and so the demand for gold is, is increasing. The, correct, correct. Mm -hmm. Demand for gold, demand for silver will it will definitely increase. So mm -hmm. a couple of economists that I follow, um, they're projecting for gold to eventually get up to maybe about somewhere between three to five thousand an ounce. Wow. Uh, wow. All right. Uh, getting in now, it's a good deal. Correct. Silver is $21 an ounce, and they're predicting that to go up to at least about 500 an ounce. Wow. Okay. All right. So, so historically, have they ever reached those levels in the past? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's plenty of times that they've reached, their, reached those levels. Okay. Um, you can go back um, almost around the times of <laughs> almost around the times of the Roman Empire. Oh, okay. um, during World War One, World mm. War Two, yep. uh, anytime Great Depression. All right, it's historically it's historically known that those items, along with other commodities, will still hold their uh, hold their value. Okay. Um, even now, perfect example: food prices. Everybody's gone to the store has noticed that food prices have increased. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So. With everything that's going on with the world and the economy and the whole Ukraine thing, and I'll mm -hmm. just uh, give you guys a financial insight on that. So basically, uh, Ukraine and Russia, they make up about 30% of the world's, of, of the whole entire world's wheat production. Okay. 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 So now that they're, now that you have this conflict there, Ukraine is not able to produce that wheat that it once was producing to send it to other countries that are heavily dependent upon that purchasing that wheat. Mm -hmm. All right. So you're already starting to see the wheat prices or the grain prices in places like the Middle East, certain countries in Africa, shoot through the roof. certain countries in Asia. Yeah. Their grain and wheat prices have shot through the roof. Yeah. Yeah, have shot through the roof. And so uh, people don't realize not only is those grains used for consumption of humans, mm -hmm. but they also use to feed animals. OK. All right. Yep. So all of that plays a part in the prices that uh, people will pay as far as it relates to the supply of that. So I'm saying all that to say that if you were to go in and start to look at some of these commodities, of food, uh, foods in particular, because the food prices around the world and here are going to continue to rise mm -hmm. due to that and due to the inflation. Yep. So if you start to look towards purchasing commodities and food, mm -hmm. uh, it'll be a sound investment right now because, like I say, those prices are not about to decrease anytime soon. They're about mm -hmm. to increase. Yeah. yeah. And so those are areas that people might not think about investing in. Mm -hmm. Uh, but commodities can have um, can have huge payoffs later on. I see. I see. Yeah, man. Uh, that's nice to know, man. Uh, because yeah, right now everybody is has been. Let me get stocks. Let me get tech stocks. Let me get this and that. And good old gold and silver is going to always uh, be there. And and, and you know, when, when those fail, you know, they'll, they'll be there for you to rely on and, and commodities other than that, like the food commodities, man, that that's big. I don't think people are really 
you know, <laughs> they sleeping on those, you know, like, like the wheat, man, come on. Wheat, corn, beef, yeah. uh, you know, like I say, you, you, it's something that people don't, you know, that for whatever reason, do not pay yeah. that much attention to it. Yeah. But it can definitely have a long-term payoff. So, so what about, uh, like natural resources, man? Uh, like, like gas, you know, oil, uh, that's, that's, that's another one. Cause yeah. that gas, oil, uh, diesel, yeah. all of those are commodities, yeah. all those commodities. Cause yeah. even, even now, uh, with the way things are going, mm -hmm. the gas prices are not going down anytime soon. Yeah. Um, especially here in America, uh, right. due to a variety of reasons. Right. And so even if you were to invest in money, invest some money into oil, mm -hmm. that's gonna have a huge payoff. It's gonna have a huge payoff, uh, long-term investment. Cause like I said, the price of oil um is not going down anytime soon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, another thing that people might want to think about is uh, when you're investing in commodities, mm -hmm. um, looking at what's going on just in the country that you might live in or just in general. So for an example, mm -hmm. you're hearing a lot of things about going into green energy. All right. Mm -hmm. And so in order to make this green energy work, for an example, using uh, solar panels. Mm -hmm. All right. Is certain metals that solar panels need yep. in order to be created. Yep. And so seeing that that's something that is about to um, actually uh, be in more demand over the next few years, mm -hmm. you know, it's you might want to look into certain metals that are needed to make those solar panels oh, and invest right. money into that. That's right. um, even with the battery, even not with the batteries, when I mean, you talk about going to the whole electric car thing or whatever, yeah. you know, Tesla's yeah. and there's a couple of other co companies that are going into making electric cars. In order for those electric cars to function, they have to have huge batteries mm -hmm. and other metal components. Yeah. And so since that's going to be a, in a demand, yeah. You know, you want to look at, okay, well, what type of metals are used to make these batteries, things and so forth. And you right. might want to start looking into investing money in those areas. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Exactly, man. Man, this is some good stuff, man. Uh, so let's uh, circle back around to inflation, man. Um, um, so what, what are some inflation beaters like like what can we do to to guard against inflation man yeah. mm -hmm. um another one that i have a little investment in mm -hmm. but uh you know it's still very somewhat volatile is crypto because crypto okay. was a, crypto was another one okay uh bitcoin uh ethereum solano um you know you have a variety of them okay and so one of the things that people are running to is because the crypto is outside of the financial system that is controlled by the governments. And right. so that is why uh, you see, now you see certain countries. I was just watching the news the other day. Mm -hmm. I believe it was either uh, the Congo or Zimbabwe. One of those countries was uh, switching their entire currency over to using uh, crypto. Oh, really? Yeah, because like I say, uh, Bitcoin and things like that is going is 
a universal it's a universal um financial instrument okay and so for an example let's just let's just uh use zimbabwe for an example all right zimbabwe's currency has been you know uh wrecked for 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 years now mm -hmm. and so uh the average the dollar one u.s dollar is probably worth about almost about 500 to 600 of their money hmm. and so if they switch over to start using crypto mm -hmm. now it evens the playing field because they don't necessarily have to use their currency that is inflated mm -hmm. they can use this particular currency that pretty much everybody outside of the financial system is mm -hmm. using with crypto okay so it kind of in a sense balances the play balances the uh the playing field okay Okay. And so that's that's another uh, inflation beater, because yeah. even if you drive around the city now, you, it, I, it was crazy because I went into a, a, the convenience store the other day just to pay for the gas. And, you know, they had the machine set up to buy and sell crypto, buy and sell that's Bitcoin. Right. I've seen that, too. Yeah, I, yeah. I've seen a Bitcoin ATM. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. So, you know, uh, that's that's another uh, financial instrument that can definitely help. Uh, to beat inflation as well. Wow, wow. Hey, that's some nice information, man. Um, so so on this uh, Finally Financial podcast, man, I'd like for my guests to uh, give a, a final thought, man. Uh, you know, is there anything that uh, you haven't said that you would like to, to, to let the listeners know about regarding uh, uh commodities or maybe uh, crypto well i would definitely encourage them to uh start where they are okay. and so uh even if it's just you know purchasing uh one silver coin every time you get a little money just purchase it because you want to uh purchase it and hold on to it in a sense okay all right you might want to take you know like the old folks used to do uh stuff in your stuff stuff their money in the mattress or, yeah. <laughs> or put it in a drawer or, you know later on you know mm -hmm. you might want to uh get like a little safe or uh get a safety deposit box at a bank okay. and just uh start with start wherever you are just to kind of like collect those things mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so you know when those times of financial crisis come uh, you know, you will have that as a safe hazing asset okay. because, uh, you know, you never want to uh, be caught off guard with some of these things. Right, right. And so, you know, it's kind of like it's better to be overprepared than underprepared. Yeah. So yeah, if you go ahead and invest that money into, like I say, just like small things like silver, you know, put a little money in gold, crypto, mm -hmm. uh, you know, you got the REITs and real estate mm -hmm. and things like that. Mm -hmm. uh, if you go ahead and kind of like build it uh, inch by inch or brick by brick, yep. you know, when things start to go south, you don't have, you're not rushing or you're not uh, anxious about what you're going to do. Right. You know, because you already have that safe haven. Mm -hmm. And so it's like you want to kind of be ahead of the curve. Have a plan uh, in place. And yeah, have a plan in place. Correct. Correct. You're correct. Even even with the dollar, you want to have uh some money on hand. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, save as much as you can, you know. But you want the reason why I say you want to have some money on hand, especially during times like this, mm -hmm. because it it was crazy because um 
I was watching, uh, I think it was happening in Sri Lanka. They have some real bad economic issues right now. Okay. And so, you know, people were going to the bank. Yep. And, you know, the bank was like, well, sorry, the bank's closed. Uh, you know, so, <laughs> it, it, yeah, I mean, even even when you think about some things that have occurred here in the U.S. recently, remember the whole ice storm or whatever? Yeah. Yep. You know, uh, people trying to rush and get money out the bank and stuff like that. And, mm -hmm. you know, they had nothing on, you know, they had nothing uh, on standby. Right. And so, you know, it's all about protecting your uh, purchasing power. It's all about protecting yourself, your family. And like I said, the biggest thing that I can encourage you guys to do mm -hmm. is definitely start wherever you at. You know, save, save, save and save yeah. some more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And that's what I would say. You know, uh, everybody uh, has a start somewhere. So, you, you know, if you're going to do it, Start where you're at and don't try and do too much, you know, do what you can do. And, uh, you know, commodities right now is probably the safest bet, the safest way to go. Commodities, if, if you're, uh, you know, gold and silver, if you're investing in commodities, uh, ETFs, or like you said, REITs, if you're investing in the stock market and, and then ride this wave, see, uh, where the stock market goes, see where crypto goes, and you know, just play the waiting game right now. But be safe with your money, you know. And that's the last word from uh, Finally Financial Podcast uh, with my man Errol Holland. Appreciate you, brother. You're always oh. spitting good knowledge, man. Uh, yeah, a, pre a, pre a pleasure to be on. Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. <laughs>